Hi, this is Erica. Thanks for joining me today for another season of Leadership on the Ground. In this season, we are covering the timing of leadership, which is all about answering the question of when. Time is a precious resource, a non-renewable resource. So learning how to use it, leverage it, and turbocharge it in our life and in our career can be a game changer. Okay, let's get started. You are listening to Leadership on the Ground, Season 7, The Timing of Leadership. Throughout the previous six seasons of Leadership on the Ground, we've covered the essential basics of leadership in the 21st century, leading in real time, and the rhythm, tensions, realities, and the context of leadership. So for this new season, we cover the critical discussions around the timing of leadership, which is all about answering the question of when. Learning how to use, leverage, and turbocharge time will be a game changer for you and your organization. And now, here are your hosts, Erica Pietler and Todd Schnick. Right. Welcome back. Episode 8, The Business and Language of Time. I am your host, Todd Schneck, joined by my friend and colleague, Erica Petler. Good morning, Erica. Oh, gosh. I mean, this episode potentially and seems to encompass virtually everything, right? We've talked about a lot of big topics over the course of this season, and it's been fun to kind of begin to think about how it all intertwines with everything we talked about in seasons one through five, and then certainly last season with the context and how timing and context are so tied together. God, speed of business obviously is is something that's makes me the timing is is so clear to me. Timing is everywhere in all of the topics we talked about. And at the top of the season that we did with context, we talked about the speed of business. We talked about it at the top of of this season. The speed of business is a pervasive thing that we need to be really, really mindful of. And the speed of business is now in real time. (laughs) You know, we did a whole season in real time. We did. And that makes it so important because these two seasons that we've just kind of gone through, it's not just about being in the business. We've talked about it being on the business. So the timing and the pace and the sequencing is risk on, you know, it's just so much more important for leaders to be aware of it. Now, the management of time is is obviously front and center here. Yeah. Managing time. Remember that in leading yourself, if you cannot manage your time, you literally cannot manage yourself, which basically closes the door for leading teams and leading organizations. That's how fundamental, foundational and critical it is. So our dedication to business and the language of time is so key because business is all about time. Well, our, re- our resources too, right? People, time, and money. I mean, time has everything to do with that too. People, time, and money. And not only that, but where are we putting our blue dollars and we want to be getting our green dollars? We talked about investments. We want to get returns on our investments. We want to get returns on our resources. We want to make sure that where we're placing our time results in a benefit of our time and an output of our time. We've talked about momentum killers. I mean, there's we could talk for another hour on momentum killers, but understanding and respecting and leveraging time 
is essential to that, just preventing momentum killers, yes? Absolutely. When you momentum kill, it's not like you have a pause. It's like you stop, people have to regroup, restart, pick up speed again. A momentum killer is critical and you have to be really mindful of that. You know, momentum killers happen in meetings. They happen during different phases of long-term projects. You got to be mindful of keeping the momentum going. What about with like talent development? I mean, timing... Does that have anything to do with that as well? I feel like it does. There's a time value to potential and there's a time value to talent. You know, we hire these really smart people and we hire them with the intention of them someday being a leader. And then it's up to us to really make sure that we're leveraging the time to get there. We can't just keep kicking the can down the road and saying, you know, in three to five years, remember, they're ready now maybe over ready, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, readiness today and temperament are more about the qualities of those who are ready to lead than those who have linearly, you know, accrued all of these skills over time. So readiness is really key. And as leaders, we got to get our talent ready faster. You know, there's a lot of talk when you all these business books and all these business blogs and discussions about culture. I didn't realize until we dove into this season and we've gone through a lot of content how tied in time is to a business's culture. Yeah, well, how we do things around here is either in a way servicing, having a very smart time management philosophy, or we could be really, really casual with time, right? You know, you have cultures that are really laid back and casual about time, and they may not be on the cutting edge of their industries. Now, you don't have to be over your ski tips with time, like obsessed, like we were talking about it, but how you manage time how you manage decisions. Are you a decisive organization or are you a decision-making organization? How you invest your time and how you spend your time as an organization says a lot about your culture. We did a whole episode this season on the obsession with time, and I've been thinking a lot about that. And then going through uh, subsequent episodes where we talked about meetings and, and agendas and the different tools and skill sets and mindsets about timing too, I I don't think people realize how obsessed they really are with time. I think they probably don't. And as we've kind of gone through the season, I'm realizing maybe I am more obsessed with time than I think because I, I definitely, you know, I'm sensitized to how I talk about it and how I think about it. But it still surprises me how much of the world is all totally focused well, on we time. We would all agree that you personally are extraordinarily, um, you mentioned in the last episode that your 2019 calendar is largely set. True. Well, there's not many humans on this earth that <laughs> that have, have November of, of, you know, next month set, but you are different. But I still think even the person who would say, I am not obsessed with time all day long, they say things like all the time and one day at a time and time after time. <laughs> I mean, there's there's probably endless amounts of, of phrases. I mean, just give me a little more time. Just give me a minute. Oh, my favorite is like someone will walk into my office and say, hey, no rush. <laughs> Whenever you get a chance, you know, we have plenty of time. You know, at some point, you know, all these like crazy phrases and it's like everything is about time. I never know whether they're even telling me that they're really truthful about that I or not. I don't think they even realize they're saying, I mean, just a second. I mean, it'll only take a second. I mean, it'll only take a minute. Give me 10 minutes. Well, actually, if someone said to me, give me 10 minutes, I actually might. But people walk into my office and they'll say, you have a minute? And I'm like, no. No, I don't. Because <laughs> there's don't. nothing that takes a minute. I mean, for the last time, it's too early. It's too late. All the time in the world. I mean, I, we say these things. I don't think we even realize that they're in the context of time. You know what? I, it really, I don't think I do or we do. I mean, like people will say to me, oh, finally. 
oh my God, you know, finally, or or just in the nick of time. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Or hang on a minute. I'll be back in five minutes. Time flies. It's high time. Time out. Time out. Beat the clock. I mean, better late than never. I mean, just, there's just virtually every sentence you say, I think you could anchor back to some something obsession or subliminal thinking or anxiety around time. Yeah, totally. And, you know, there are some, I guess, phrases that I use and I think are are constructive, like, I like timetables and timelines, <laughs> you know, or I have been known to ask people what their 30, 60, 90 day plan is. And I think that that's helpful sometimes. I think that's instructive. But I think the point that you're raising here, which I'm thinking about in real time, actually, as we're talking about it, is are we desensitizing ourselves to time because we overly use time almost in everything that we say? Like, how do we know when it really is important or whether it's just a throwaway phrase or a line that we're using? Well, if, if you're rattling out things like, you know, it's a race against time or a matter of time or a devil of time, I'm ahead of time, time heals all wounds. All I think what you're really demonstrating, even though maybe you're not intentional about it, is you don't have respect for time. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that idea? I think that you don't have a mindful respect for time when you're doing those things. I totally agree. And, you know, I'm a fan of, and it's interesting because as a coach, I have become so much more tighter in my language. And I really try not to use certain phrases and certain words. Like one of the things that I always am disappointed if I say is, but, right? So I'll work really, really hard to say something and then say, and, or yet, because I really don't like how but lands, right? It kind of almost negates whatever somebody just said or whatever was said ahead of time. And I feel that way about a lot of time phrases. You know, like if people just inadvertently would say, you know, give it time or at the same time, like I feel like those are like throwaways around time. And I think time deserves more respect than that. And I think it's such a critical leadership skill to manage time that tightening our language around it, I think we can all benefit from. This season is made possible by Leadership Rigor, the leadership development framework founded and facilitated by Erica Peetler. Erica Peetler teaches breakthrough performance and productivity strategies for how to lead yourself, lead teams, and lead at the organizational level. Everything you think you know about leadership will be turned upside down. Leadership rigor can be experienced through reading the international best-selling book, engaging in one-on-one coaching, or creating a customized team or organizational leadership journey. To achieve breakthrough performance and productivity, visit ericapeetler.com to learn more. That's ericapeetler.com. Don't you think you can utter a phrase about time and it have a negative or punitive tone toward it? I mean, like, I'm living on borrowed time or time's a wasting or at the 11th hour, make up for lost time before it's too late. I mean, these these have negative consequences. It does. It does. Or, you know, how does it make you feel? Hey, this is not a good time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that hurts. Yeah. You know, it's, so, you know, we are either open and accepting or, you know, sometimes we're using time as defenses. Sometimes we're using time, I think, in some of the ways that people use time. Like when someone says, hey, no rush, whenever. I don't know that they're really saying that in a way that means whenever. I think they're trying to be J's that are looking to be nice to P's, but they kind of would like to say, hey, can you get this for me as soon as possible? But they don't want to, 
right? Like I know a lot of people who, if you give me something, if you give me an assignment, I try to do it as soon as possible. Even if you tell me, okay, you know, it's, it's do it like, uh, two weeks from now. If it's due two weeks from now, I'll stage it and sequence it into the workflow. If you don't give me a timetable, I probably will ask, when do you need this by? What should you do when someone gives you a vague time reference? Should you say, wait, 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 wait. Tell me exactly when you need this. I would like people to do that. I really think that that's an important thing. When people use these vague throwaway lines, like as soon as possible, or like when you get a chance, when is it going to be possible? And when am I going to get a chance? I really like for people to use much more clear language with me. Like I need this by Tuesday. Or, you know, I would like this by end of day. And when, and that's why that accountability conversation, hold on a second, let's get clear about your expectations. Let's get clear about what the deliverable is and when do you want it? Like those tools that we were using and talking about really can flesh out people who are vague with time. When leaders are vague with time, organizations are not tight with time and we need to be. Well, Erica, you know, uh, the time has come. We're pressed for time. We must make up for lost time. We're now out of time. Before we go, do you have any closing thoughts? You know, here would be my closing thoughts because I think this uh, this episode was was a lot of fun. And I think it really drove home a couple of points that really I'm going to walk away with, which is we really need to be specific with our time requests. We really need to be mindful of time. We can't go unconscious and we need to be respectful. I mean, time is a resource that needs to be appropriately respected and valued and how we talk about it, whether in a throwaway line or in a well-constructed expectation around time makes a big difference. So as leaders, you have to manage the story of time and you have to manage how your culture appreciates and deals with time. The tighter you are with time and the clearer you are, the clearer your people will be and you'll be more effective in the marketplace. Well, Erica, looking back to when we first met, which ultimately led to this collaboration, I was in the right place at the right time. <laughs> All right. Next week, we're going to talk about the consequences of good and bad timing. Erica, before we let you go, should anyone have any questions on any of this? How do they find you? They can find me at Erica at EricaPietler.com. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. And Leadership Rigor is on Amazon.com. All right. Todd and Erica signing off for now. We look forward to seeing you again right here next week. We'll see you then. 